Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2202, Don't Eat the Donut, by Craig Stevens of retirebeforedad.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. Now let's get to today's post as we optimize your life. Don't Eat the Donut, by Craig Stevens of retirebeforedad.com. Achieving success in personal finance is simple but not easy. Make more money, spend less than you make, invest the surplus. That's the formula to become wealthy over time. The Nintendo fanboy in me calls this the Triforce of Wealth. But doing those things requires habit, persistence, and a steady income. If personal finance were easy, everyone would be financially secure. Most people are not. Even as the U.S. economy is at its strongest levels in more than a decade, an uncomfortable percentage of people are still living paycheck to paycheck. The temptation to spend an entire paycheck is powerful. Other factors challenge us too. Making money requires work, sometimes hard work. Not everyone is willing to do hard work. Work may be difficult to find, even as the macro economy is strong and opportunities to earn are widespread online. Lack of skills is often a hurdle, and smaller towns aren't experiencing the same low unemployment rates as the big cities. On top of all that, money makes us emotional, and our emotions can affect our decisions, often for the worse. Is it worth your time? Material objects entice us. Saving money is boring. Why save for tomorrow when you can live for today? Overcoming this mindset may be the most prominent challenge people face in their financial lives. When you invest your cash into income-producing assets, the principal remains yours and it earns you more money, like dividends, rental income, etc. When you spend your money on an item or experience, the money is gone. To acquire more wealth, you have to earn it again. Earning more requires your time, muscles, and brain power. We all must spend money to eat, live in a home, and be entertained. But the fringe spending, that which doesn't add value to our lives, should be more heavily scrutinized. When considering non-essential purchases, it's helpful to determine its usefulness or entertainment value by estimating the amount of time you need to work to pay for it. For example, if an item costs $100 and you earn $20 per hour at a job, you'd need to work five hours to pay for it. That's a simplistic view. To be more accurate, 
The hidden costs such as taxes, commuting, wardrobe costs, daycare, etc. need to be factored in. Buying the item may actually cost six or seven hours instead of five. If you don't spend the $100, you are theoretically six or seven hours closer to the date you can retire. I'm not making this stuff up. This way of thinking is a core principle in the book, Your Money or Your Life by Vicki Robin and Joe Dominguez, a favorite in the early retirement blogging community. I use this train of thought around my family sometimes. My kids are always sad to see me leave for work. When they are wasteful with food, I'll say something like, hey, dad worked hard to buy that slice of pizza and you took a nibble and threw it away, so I work for nothing. The same goes for leaving the lights on or spilling milk. This kind of thinking makes perfect sense in my head, but they don't get it yet. Speaking to my kids this way won't win me any parenting awards, that's for sure. But someday maybe it will sink in and they can apply it to their own lives. I like to use a weight loss analogy to illustrate this financial concept more simplistically. Don't eat the donut. Like personal finance, weight loss is simple but not easy. Eat less food, eat healthier foods, exercise more. That's the formula for maintaining a healthy weight. Doing those things also requires habit and persistence. Eating and attempting to lose weight are also highly emotional activities. Unhealthy sugary foods taste great and make us feel good in the short term, but not so good when we gain weight. Successfully losing weight requires willpower, mental courage, and the ability to cope with setbacks. Emotional support is paramount. I usually eat a banana or a packet of oatmeal for breakfast early each morning in the office. Some mornings, I'll walk by the kitchen around 9.30 and there's a box with leftover donuts from an executive meeting. Since I already ate enough calories for breakfast, I don't need any more food, but I see free donuts and I want one. A typical donut contains about 400 calories. If I eat a donut after my regular breakfast, I'll fall behind on my summer weight loss goal. Do I eat it and enjoy the delicious taste and short-term happiness, or do I stay strong and walk away? Once eaten, the only options to compensate for the donut besides barfing are to eat fewer calories at a future meal or to exercise it off. Humans are pretty smart about this stuff, so we can calculate how much exercise it takes to burn off the donut. To burn about 400 calories, I'd need to walk four miles, run for 30 minutes at a moderate pace, swim for 45 minutes, play an hour of competitive badminton, play four hours of croquet, jump on a trampoline for two hours, play two hours of volleyball, or skip rope for 35 minutes. You get the picture. It's far easier not to eat the donut than it is to burn off the calories with exercise. Not to mention, the time you save not exercising can be spent doing something more enjoyable. Conclusion. Low annual spending is a critical factor in determining whether or not you can retire early. The lower your living expenses, the less money you'll need to save to cover them in retirement. As you save more money, your retirement date inches closer, but every non-essential expenditure means you'll need to work longer. This concept should be taken with a grain of salt. Extreme early retirees think this way. Most normal people don't. There's a balance between spending and saving. If you don't spend any money on good food, cool gadgets, and memorable experiences, you might become miserable. Where's the joy in saying no to donuts every time? 
treat yourself every once in a while, even if the calories are on top of the usual breakfast. Donuts are delicious and they make us happy. That's why we budget. Build non-essential spending into your budget. Just make sure that your purchase is useful or fun and not a waste. Go ahead and eat the donut, but skip the third slice of pizza at dinner. You just listened to the post titled, Don't Eat the Donut by Craig Stevens of retirebeforedad.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. If you've been listening for a while, you know that I'm a big fan of frugality. Learning to live frugally and actually enjoy it is probably the number one way I've improved my finances. And this is a topic that bears repeating because we've been conditioned since birth to be consumers. So it takes a lot of intentionality to push back against that. From a financial perspective, reduced expenses can create a double whammy scenario where you'll have more to save towards financial independence and retirement. But also, since your lifestyle is cheaper to fund, you'll have to save less and therefore you'll reach financial independence sooner. I first built my frugal muscles by slowing down and being really mindful about the money I was spending. When I paused long enough to question my assumptions around what was a necessity, I was often surprised by the answer and delighted by my own creativity in getting my needs met. My thought process went something like this. Do I actually need this thing or is it more of a want? Then I would question if I already had something that could be repurposed or if I could borrow this thing from a friend. If not, I would look into buying it used or do the necessary research to find the best price. Another way I've pushed back against my consumerist conditioning is by understanding the concept of hedonic adaptation, which states that people tend to return to a sort of set point of happiness after positive or negative events. So if I buy the new shiny thing, it's going to feel good for a little bit, and then it just becomes a part of my new normal 
and that has diminishing returns on my happiness. And that will do it for another edition of Optimal Finance Daily. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. And I'll be back in just a second with our weekly bonus episode. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.